Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Marcus in the open floor. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Let's get ready for Marcus Mayfin. Uh, about midway to the midday with Marcus Mayfin. And you can call in, I lay back and just listen to Marcus Mayfin. Uh, so sit back and relax and watch Maven. Break it down like this. Broadcasting live. From the OPC Pest Services Studio, time for Middays with Marcus Maben on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Marcus Maben and Steve Rummage. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Middays with Marcus Maben. 8150-939 is the number. 939 is the station. And I cannot tell you how much... I have missed an ice cold soda. I don't drink sodas. I'm at BW3s. Mr. Titus just brought me an ice cold Pepsi and it is delicious. Steve Rummage is still on vacation chasing the booze. Yeah, we're changing changing up the uh changing up the liner. I'm listening. James James has an idea of a song <laughs> that I've never heard of, but he said it'd be good, so I'll, I'm gonna trust him on this one. Oh, you got it set to go? Yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna fix it up. I don't have it yet. But. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, uh, I did hear Nikki. Uh, welcome back, also Nikki Valvano. Uh, uh, is is he just running around the studio preparing? He is. Yeah, he's hosting V Show and Roundtable. So. Fair, co-hosting roundtables. Our so. guy Steve Rummage is on the road, so uh, I'm sure everybody just, you know, look, when Steve gets back, he'll be able to uh, uh, join it. By the way, 8150-939 is the number. 3831-939 is the text line. I'm joining you from Westport Road, BW3s. Let me give out that address. Um, hold on one second, one second, because here's the thing. I knew my way out here, but I didn't trust myself. So I had to make sure I got the exact address, 10206 Westport Road, 10206. I don't see how many times I have to say that to remember, 10206 Westport Road is where we're doing the show from. If, so if it sounds a little cavernous in here, you'd have to pardon me. It, won't, it probably won't get jam-packed until uh, the, the 11 o'clock hour. So we just wanted to uh, make sure, I, you know, I pass along. Uh, I guess technically it's called the Springhurst area, located 10206 Westport Road. Got to pass along some some uh, some deals. Happy hour, of course, it's 3 p.m. 3 p.m. to 6, nice. Late night specials from 9 p.m. to close. 
listen, it's BW3s. So, people, when I say wall-to-wall TVs, when I say sports vibe, when I say the longest, nicest, I'm I'm not going to quite call it marble top, but just very – I mean, it's BW3s. It's upgraded, updated BW3s. So, yeah, this is – I haven't been out here. Everybody knows. You've heard me mention Our Lady Tina a thousand times, so I'm a frequenter of BW3s, but this one's nice as well. Chase, have you been out to the Westport Road BW3s? Nothing's been renovated, but beforehand, uh, I, I like that location. Okay, yeah, yeah it, was, it was easy to get to off the road. I didn't have to make a bunch of crazy turns. Just got right on over, got into the parking lot. It's nice, nice, nice big accessibility. You know, I value my accessibility as well. So it's you know the the, the lanes are nice and spacious, and they got the got the, the games at the back. It's just, it's BW3s, and it's renovated, it's upgraded, it's it's, it's updated. BW3. So having a good time out here. That is about the extent of the good time of the of the morning part of the conversation. Oh man, oh man, oh man. If my son hadn't just signed a two year deal, I wouldn't be happy. I mean that listen, that deal is making all all this stuff just a little bit more tolerable. But first things first. Louisville Duke. Now, Chase, you, you, we understand you had you had some some obligations, so you weren't able to just uh, so, uh, just to go ahead. I, I can I can put it in perspective. I'm usually good to go back and watch games. Like uh-huh. I, I rewatched the NC State game, even though we lost it. Right. But I, I had to move my soccer practice schedule around last night, so I didn't get to tune in until about eight fifteen. And by at that point, I was texting people, and I was like, "Should I even?" Right. Should I go back and watch it? And they're like, no, Listen, it's not good for you. There are many ways to to experience a Louisville game. It's, it's like I said, sometimes, it like, look, we've all had to do it through social media. We've all had to do it through text messages and updates. A lot of times, um, okay, this, this is what happens with me. So this is what I, I know what you're talking about. I get behind when I watch the game. Yeah. I pause the game. I rewatch the play. When I see egregiousness, it it I, it takes me four hours to watch a one hour <laughs> and forty two minute game. Yeah, you know it's just because it's like sometimes I gotta pause it. Sometimes I I'll, I just gotta stop. I gotta go clean something. I just have to do something to get away from the TV. I have to talk to the coaches. I have to talk to the players. I have to like tap into everything I know about the history of basketball to say, why would you do that? You know, or just like, what what what, what are you doing here? So yeah, last night was a lot of, what are we doing here, guys? You know, so so that like I said, I, I do understand when I do that though, I have to stay off of social media. Um, mm-hmm. Look for good or bad, because sometimes you get you know you, you you get all frustrated and you you know you're down big and you mess around and accidentally open up your social media and before you know it, somebody's excited because we've cut it to six points and then I'm even more pissed off because I'm I know I'm behind and I want to catch up to the six point you know to the to the yeah. last season you know to the last second run and then you know then I'm I I don't want to see how we got there you know so it just takes me forever. To watch a game, it's like I say, I, I love sports, and and again, I 
I I love the I love the, the the ebbs and flows, the swings of all of it. I love the frustration at at the end, not when I'm going through it. <laughs> yeah. Like when I'm going when I'm going through it, I'm going through it is something else. It's an yeah, experience. It's, um, I, you know, what is it? Um, it's not the, it's not the YouTube TV remote, but you know the like the Fire Stick remote. Yeah, yeah. The little the little fire. I'm glad that thing is small. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like if they were bigger remotes, I know I could physically like just break it oh yeah just by squeezing you know but these are you know my hands are kind of bigger so i can just squeeze it and nothing will pop yeah right well i'm glad they're not bigger because when i throw it then it, it doesn't break more things in they the, need to be the cheaper though they oh, need yeah. to be cheaper they yes, need to they be do. cheaper because i yeah i just i probably just need that you know what for these next three games I shouldn't be, but I'm gonna just like let all of my emotion out on these next three games, <laughs> the next four games. So what I'm gonna do, Chase, is I'm gonna get on Amazon, and I'm gonna order about five or six programmable remotes. Yeah, just in preparation. Just yeah, just, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I oh. can't wait to explode these remotes. <laughs> all you gotta do is make sure you don't hit a window. Yeah. That's true. And the TV. Don't hit the TV. Don't hit the TV. Yeah, I got to th- You know what? I've got enough sense to not hit the TV, though. I, listen, I got these new hardwood floors now. Mm. I, I'm, this, this is going to be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Look, it's like, did you ever do one of those? Uh, did you ever have the high school thing where everybody pays to, like, smash the car or something? I didn't have it, but I've always wanted to try that. That's you one see, thing where I'm like, <laughs> ah, that might be worth it. Right, just what do they call rage rooms now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where you where you bring bottles? Yeah, and you get a sledgehammer and all that. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's my home is going to be the new rage room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where so where do we start again? Eighty one fifty ninety three nine is the number. Feel free to get in here. Uh, this beautiful beautiful morning, and when I say beautiful morning, it is cold, but it is bright. And when you're in your car, like I'm terrible about this. When I'm in my car. And the Westport Road was a nice drive on the Snyder. When I'm in my car and it's bright and sunny and I crank up the heat in my car, I would never even know that it wasn't midsummer. Yeah, it makes you want to roll the windows down, huh? Yeah, yeah, until you actually until do you it. Until you do, yeah. yeah then, you, then you look at your dashboard and it says 32. And you're <laughs> like, oh, I think I'm going to just leave off. But actually, I'm going to have to stop uh, running the heat so much. I kind of... Kind of burn my burn my cheeks up a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Kind of dry. Well, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like the heat when it gets excessive in the car. It makes me. I don't know. Makes me feel a little sick. I don't know you're, why. You pass out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm just used to it. Just. I. I, I think it's hereditary. Um. I don't know if you heard when my dad was in town. He. He wanted for Christmas. He wanted me to get his windows tinted. Why does he want to, want me to get his windows tinted? Because he likes to sit in his car. And and just sit in the heat and, and like a sauna, and it's like uh, yeah, Dad, I loved it too. I loved the heat of my That's, car. It, I didn't know it was a, it was because he wanted to make it a sauna. I thought he just liked being in his car. No, he like okay, he liked being in his car, and then he didn't like people looking at him chilling in his car. Yeah. So so he like he, so he's making a sauna sauna out of his car. That's interesting. Yeah, and 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 limo tinted it out. Yeah, and I'm just like Dad, okay, but you know how like I said. You, you, you your dad seems, seems like he got the cork too, just 
Yeah, dad, just dag on dad. Go. <laughs> you got to let, let him do his thing. Okay. So, play, crush, remote crushing plays. Remote crushing plays, Chase. Let me, let me bring you up to speed on a couple of plays. Yeah, I saw, I saw on Twitter a few. But, yeah, you go ahead. Okay. Let me have it. Remote crushing plays probably starts off. And this is Marcus. This is Marcus. It's not big picture. It's just Marcus being, yeah, just being bratty on a Thursday morning. I don't like when Tyler Johnson's not in the game. Yeah. I don't like when he's not in the game. I know. What's up, Alan? I know sometimes he makes mistakes. But I see a lot of mistakes. And Tyler is the only person that can get anywhere he wants on a court pretty much at any given time. Tyler Johnson seems like he's the only guy that can get his pass caught on a regular basis, right? We don't ha- like we have a pro style offense which does not have a lot of off the ball movement. It is predicated on spacing. Now, when there's not a lot of offensive movement, there's not a lot of defensive movement. When you play, as far as I've known, to score in college basketball, for me to be a top 10, top 11 all-time scorer in college basketball, you you know how I accomplished that feat so many times, Chase? How, how I accomplished the feat of scoring a bucket in college basketball is you look at the man behind the guy who's guarding you. Do yeah. you understand what I'm saying with I, that? Yeah, I get what you're saying. You yeah, look at the, as a basketball scorer, you look at the man behind the guy that's, or you look behind the guy that's guarding you. Why? Because you wait for your teammate to move somewhere and wait for that man to have to chase him somewhere. Chase? Correct. And when he chases my teammate, because my teammate is going to be doing something to keep him occupied, I go around my man to score. Yeah. Because my man doesn't know where his help is. Right? Yeah. Now... Listen, nobody loves a good isolation play like me. I get it. But an isolation play is an isolation play. I can't watch the isolation play be the isolation offense. And if I got to watch the isolation offense, I got to have an isolation offensive player on the court the most of the time. I got to watch Tyler Johnson be able to isolate and be able to switch and be able to take advantage of a switch when somebody's guarding him. It's your offense. I got to get the ball to my guys in scoring position if they're going to be isolation. So I was ready to break the remote probably on the second turnover. Not that, not that, not that. Not that I wasn't uh, fully aware that Tyler Johnson, you're going to have to deal with some, tor- some turnovers. A lot of times, I think Tyler Johnson's turnovers 
are him. It's it's it comes from his basketball IQ being so much higher than everybody else's. And 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 I don't mean IQ. I mean ability mixed with IQ. Um, Tyler Johnson used to throw alley oops early, right? Yeah. You could tell. Okay, I could tell. When I watched Tyler Johnson throw alley oops early, you know why he threw those? Because he's used to playing with guys that can catch the alley oop, and they're looking for it. And they're looking for it. Yeah. And I can see the look on his face. Listen, listen. There was a play. There's a play that still haunts me to this day. I we were in the NCAA tournament. We were playing against Gonzaga, right? Mm. We were on a run. We were on a run, just got a steal, had a big-time opportunity, right, to just, you know, to just get it going. Yeah. And Rashad Brooks, I was, I was on a fast break, kind of a two-on-one-ish with Rashad Brooks. Maybe it was three-on-two. Rashad Brooks threw this alley-oop to me, Chase. Chase, it was – when it, when I saw it, maybe it, it was the trajectory mm-hmm. that he threw that ball, and I'm like, I can't get that, right? Yeah. I can't get that. There's no chance I can get that. So the ball just floated out, went, <laughs> went out of bounds, right? Yeah. <laughs> Chase, <laughs> he looks so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, he knew how stupid he looked. I knew how stupid he looked because nothing looks dumber than somebody throwing an alley-oop and the other person doesn't jump. Yeah. Right? Um, it happened. It, you remember last week I got angry because Mike James and Trey White were yelling at Manny because Mike James threw, a, threw an alley-oop towards Manny, and Manny was like, that, that's, that, I can't do that. Y'all can't catch that. Yeah. Right? So I know from both ends how it looks and how it feels. But I'm telling you, Chase, Rashad Brooks, he it's just one of those looks that you'll never forget. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he knew he was done. You know, he, he already stayed in the doghouse with Coach Crum. He was always in the doghouse. You know, he was just trying to get some clock, and he was playing behind Reese Gaines. So he got his work cut out for him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, Chase, he looked at me like he was going to kill me. and he And he was like, I've seen you jump higher than that, Marcus. You could you could have tried at least, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. My whole point to that is is when when Tyler Johnson used to try to throw alley oops and and Brandon would just look at the ball and and Tyler just like, whoa, 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 you're not even gonna try to go get that, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it turned into like after about five six games of Tyler playing. Caleb Glenn was the only person that he felt comfortable throwing the ball to, it seemed like. Yeah, I mean, what made me mad probably last night, like I I watched the last like 10 minutes uh-huh. when it was already over, so I was basically just skimming it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Brandon, when Brandon dunked that ball, or did he, I don't even know if he dunked it because I was watching from far away, but he, he kind of posterized that one dude. Right. And I'm like, why now? What are you doing? Because there's no pressure now. Like, dude. Oh, if I could do that, though, it's like, you know? <laughs> You're not allowed to do it all the time. Listen, listen. 
that is like the most uh that's like one of the most cliche if 100%. i could do it i would do it all the time but 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 here i will, I will say this be fun I, I will say this like i said if if, if we want to jump back and forth between the the coaching part of it i'm mad at the coach or I'm mad at the player, right? Again, I always say it. This is always a disclaimer. Every single thing that goes on on a court can go back to the coaches. You know, there's, like I said, there's a way to connect every molecule on earth, you know what I'm saying, some kind of mm-hmm. way, right? Here's the thing. Uh, I'll, I'll give a shout-out. Shout-out to, to one coach. I'll call him Coach Jerry Eves. It's, it's kind of hard not to call him Coach, you know. But Coach Mm -hmm. Eves, Coach Jerry Eves, we would run these drills, right? We'd run drills that after at the end of practice, we you you know get this many layups in one minute, you know, to finish practice. These things are you know teaching you how to you know get more out of yourself in the last minutes of practice than you got at the beginning of practice, you know. So, but uh, here's the thing: Jerry Eves would hold the athletic guys accountable for dunking harder at the end of practice you need to dunk harder at the end of practice you can't run you're not allowed to like run drills where you just lay it up if you if you're athletic yeah punch it you have to punch it actually he would say control your dunk like you need to dunk it but you need to make sure it doesn't touch any rim yeah just so you you know those drills where you where the next guy has to pull it out the uh underneath the rim and, and go full speed right yeah so you would really have to dunk it hard and almost like slam the basketball. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, Chase. Like, yeah. you know, you, you know, <laughs> when, when you got a dunk and you just got to slam it through where the ball goes straight down to the floor, doesn't touch any rim, doesn't get caught in the back, doesn't you don't you don't lose any, uh, uh, you, you don't scramble the basketball at all. Yeah. So this is this is what happens when when i see a practice or when i see you know not not even practice well i have seen it in practice but when you see it in practice or when you see it on those little video clips you know plays it like where they're just barely dunking them barely throwing them in i'm like i look at that and i say hey in my experience that's not a good thing in my experience it it, it develops a bad habit of not finishing through contact, not finishing with enthusiasm, not finishing with aggression. Just because there's nobody there to block it doesn't mean you barely have to dunk it, you know? Yeah. And and, and, and once you establish that sometimes you want to do it and sometimes you don't, there's a consistent inconsistency that grows out of that. And I, I didn't like it. And, and, again, people think I'm joking when I see those little – Videos, you know, the little one minute videos on Twitter, you know, those little one minute, you know, highlight things. I'm like, stop letting him barely dunk the basketball. Yeah. Well, I think in in coaching, too, it's like what you do against nobody eventually translates to what you do against somebody. And and, and just because you can do it sometimes and can do it like again, you're Mm -hmm. building an inconsistent uh, a thing. Listen, some people, some people are able to lay it up and then go go crazy at game time. You know, these, this team, when you're rebuilding, when you don't have an established thing, when you're not allowed to do that. Like you haven't earned the right to not dunk it when you can't dunk. Do we have? Do we have somebody on the phone line? No, it was, a, it was something. It was a okay. toll free. 
Okay. okay. <laughs> what? Did, did somebody just give out our number or something? <laughs> just See, like, I, I don't know, because we had Google Business calling me last. I don't know. It's ridiculous. You know what? That That's that's another saboteur for Middays with Marcus Mabin. They say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to get sometime between 10 and 12. I'm going to try to get a, a, a cyber call just to try to screw it up. Yeah. Thank yeah. goodness we got we got good production. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like like, like right on time. Speaking of the devil, um, the the cyber call. Um, yeah, yeah. The the fin- the habits of finishing. Now again, 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 and again and again. I'll say it over and over again. I can do this with every team. I can actually I can do this more in twenty. Look post. 2021, 2022, 2023. I, I can do that to, you know, till my, my head explodes because basketball goes that way a lot. Like the guys that are going under the basket and kicking it out, you know, and, and, and damn near have a layup and, and rather kick it out for the three-pointer. Um, that's another thing that drives me crazy. Um, I, know, I know there's some driving crazy going on right now. Nate, thanks for joining us on 93.9. Fire away, my man. And you, you're talking about this not dunking the ball hard. It, strikes, <laughs> it, strikes a, it strikes a nerve with me, man, because I want everybody to dunk the ball like Montrez Harrell and Larry Johnson. And I want everybody to go as hard as they can. And as a uh, six foot two, unsneakily athletic uh, <laughs> white dude. I can't dunk. Okay? Nate, I, can't I was I was going to ask you how much of that anger comes from either not being able to dunk. That, dunk. Oh, yeah. Dude, me, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Listen, let me tell you right now. Let me tell you right now. If I could dunk the ball, you damn right. I'm going to jump up and grab that daggone rim, and I'm going to shake that thing like it owes me some money. Guys. <laughs> that thing ain't getting away. Okay. Right. And that's what these guys need to do. They need to like pretend for like fifteen minutes and feel like a, a five five nine white guy. Like and now the first time you can dunk, what are you doing? You going after it, Jack. And I just it drives me nuts the athletic ability of some of these fellas and they Especially don't, they don't especially being a Louisville fan. Yeah, how you gonna be? You come from the to the university where the doctors are dunk come from, and you can't dunk the dang on ball. <laughs> dunk card yeah, removed good. immediately. Okay, appreciate the call. Um, I could argue, really quick to, to to Nate's point. My brother, geez, rest in peace, my brother, Chase. My brother was probably five ten, right? Mm-hmm. My brother. Just the way he used to talk to me, like, you know, by the time he's, you know, by the time he's 17, I'm 13, 14. But, you know, you could tell I'm, I'm coming, you know, like you yeah. can tell I'm about to be taller than him. You could tell, like, we're having, you know, jumping competitions and we're, we're close, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, a year or two later, it's like I'm, I'm just dunking. I'm getting recruited. So, you know, mm-hmm. like. Like, just to listen to my brother, my 5'10 brother, talk about, like, why didn't you dunk that? And I'm like, Mike, there was two people right there. And he's like, so what? Like, <laughs> look, he would, t- he would tell me, you know, sometimes I would say my, my feet weren't lined up. And he was like, 
you can't you can't dunk off both feet off either or off either foot. That's what he said. Yeah, you can't dunk off e- either foot. And and keep in mind, you know, everybody has their best foot to jump off of, right? Mm-hmm. My left. Right, right. But wait a minute. Yeah, you're left because you're right-handed, right? Yeah. Yeah, most people, you know, jump off their their left foot because they're right-handed. So I'm, you know. If I was left-handed, I'd be jumping off my right. But my brother was like, you need to be able to dunk off both of them or two feet or anything. You know, it's yeah. just like, uh, yeah, it was just like unacceptable to not dunk a ball. And I would argue dunking was probably the worst thing that could have happened to my game. Like being cursed with this incredible athleticism. Because you look for it more, right? Yeah, yeah. It probably messed up. Like, 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 like my finger rolls were really good. My, you know, my pull-up jump shot was really good. Mm-hmm. But once you started, like, really just being able to just take off on people. Yeah, that's all you want to do. That's all you wanted to do. Yeah, so I, my point guard ability probably suffered the most because of my athleticism. Yeah. You know, but which is, understand, like I said, understandable. Um, but, yeah, you get the point. It, it's just like, you know, I don't want people to, like, fall in love with the dunk. But here's the thing. Even when it's not dunking. The fade away from contact, like, mm-hmm. like, um, okay, you're watching the game and you watch uh, Trey Trey White. He goes baseline, and he does the the fancy, you know, you know, underwater, up and, up, up yeah, and under, yeah, up and under layup, right? Yeah. Somebody will watch that, and you know, let's just say Trey White's their favorite player. They root for them in particular because of his offensive potential. I see that play, and I'm ready to break a remote. Yeah. Why am I ready to break a remote? Because you're avoiding contact to make that play. Just just on the bare fundamental. I watched Mitchell pump fake. Hey Chase, I'm gonna you're gonna see a play. I'm gonna I'm gonna find the play for you. Okay. I watched Mitchell pump fake. Right? Yeah. Mike James jumps up. Mitchell tries to go through Mike James's face. And he knocks Mike James back four or five feet. And Mike James is on the ground. And Mitchell is on his way to the free throw line. No. And almost got the end one. Right? But just, just the point of having guys like – like put avoiding contact one a behind not dunking the basketball, you know dur- yeah. during times not not a, not dribbling towards the basket. Yeah, it's actually, intangible. I think both the things are intangibles. Actually, actually, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. Sky Clark, you can dunk. Sky Clark, you had about two opportunities. As a guard to punch the basketball on one of these Duke guys. When I see that, when I see that one, that one makes me say, well, maybe my guys, you know, aren't. Okay. There's a fine line between, you know, hey, we got dudes. Um, look, they need to be coached with more consistency. And sometimes saying, dude, you just got to, you got to be better than that. Mm-hmm. Like you as a individual player have to be better than that. You as an individual that wants to display your talent on the national stage, you have to dunk those basketballs. Like, because those guys aren't hesitating. Other other guards we're playing against, 
even if they even if they are tired, they will attempt to dunk the basketball. They get excited. Yeah, right, right, and and will miss it. Yeah, we'll we'll miss it, but we'll we'll attack it to get fouled. Tyler Johnson, like people don't realize, he is an incredible athlete. It takes a lot out of you to dribble up the court to steal a basketball at his size and still be able to dunk. And we've seen him try to dunk and not have enough juice to actually dunk it, so he lays it in. But you know what? He tried. He at least tried. When I see God, like, look, Sky, you had an opportunity to dunk the ball in Cameron Indoor Stadium on somebody. I don't know, like, like again, my, my balance, like, I'm not yelling at the coach on that one. As a teammate, I'm like, dude, what, what is wrong with you? You got to dunk that ball. If he's my roommate, we're going to be in, in the hotel. I'm going to be like, boy, you stupid. Yeah. You dumb. Hey, boy, why do you say that? You, you, I'd have tried to punch that. Oh, man, but, you know, we, we're down by 16. Uh, who cares? Dunk the basketball. I need that on my resume. I, you're going to regret that, boy. If you don't, if you end up set at some other place after you after this year, boy, you're gonna think about those two chances at Cameron Indoor where you had Filipowski underneath the rim and you didn't try to dunk the basketball. Ugh. And it's, what what do you have those legs for? I'm so glad you said something because I've been trying to tell people all season like Scott Clark can dunk like he's athletic like he could do it. Sky Clark can dunk off one leg or two. Yeah. Strongly. But I'm like, I, again, when I watch it, something as simple as Mitchell, I'm telling you, when you see the way Mitchell knocks down Mike James, it, it, and it'll, it'll take you right back to um, the Boston College. Uh, what's my big boy's name? Um, Post. Yeah, and look, I was going to say, what's what's his full name? Because he doesn't look like his, his name says. Oh, man. Is it like, I want to say Quentin, but I don't think it's Yeah, that's exactly his name, Drew. Is it? The big Drew, the big man for Boston College is one of the all-time um, doesn't look like. It was like the white Jerome. Yeah, Quentin, yeah, Quentin Post. I'm like, that doesn't look like a Quentin Post. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but yeah, just like when the way – Quentin Post snatched Mike James up, you know, by the arm. Yeah. It's, 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 how, it's how I feel about the not dunking or not attempting to dunk. Or, yeah, and then Mike like, looks at him. Yeah, and it's like, what do you, or do you think you're going to get in trouble? Like, were you going to get punished yeah. for, for, you know, I mean, it's not Denny Crumb coaching you. <laughs> I mean, he'll bench you for it. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, yeah, he's not a, he doesn't allow the, the fake dunk attempt. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you, you? Use the glass or dunk it. If you can't dunk, sit on the bench with me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that type of thing. I tell you what, let me, let me keep you on schedule. Let me take a quick commercial break. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll be back talking more. Duke, Louisville, 93.9 The Bill. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. 
To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Oh yeah, life goes on, long after the thrill of living is gone. The thrill of living is gone. The walk on. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Middays with Marcus Maven. 8150 939 is the number. 939 is the station. Before we go any further, let me take a second to remind everybody that temperature control is and always will be one of the most valuable resources one could have. If you agree with that sentiment, then DFX Company is most certainly the company for you. Simply dial 968 6222 or you can look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Make sure you look into the Mitsubishi Mini Split like the one we use at the 93.9 Studios for that hard-to-heat, hard-to-cool room in your home. Again, 968-6222 or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. I'm going to talk about some other specialties going on here at the Westport Road BW3s. But first, White Jerome, thanks for joining us on 93.9. Fire away, my man. Hey, good morning, Marcus. Uh, I don't think Chase knew there really was a white Jerome. He chuckled when I told him (laughs) it was a white Jerome. (laughs) Did did he think you were Uh, trolling? I think so. Yeah, I'm guessing he's never heard me call. But uh, anyway, you were talking about Trey White uh, a few minutes ago and not dunking, and what if he was your favorite player, and then you saw him go up and didn't dunk. Right. And that got me to thinking, man. And I'm not trying to be too hard on him, but do you think Trey White is really anybody's favorite player? I, I listen. W- there is a caller, man. Steve. Steve always predicts him or, or always talks him up. Who is my Trey White love affair caller? Chase. Oh, I can't think of his name. I can't but, think uh, of it either. But I listen, just know Steve doesn't like Jer- Trey. Jerome. We have one of them that that he either loves to argue with me or he just you know like I said sometimes people just pick one and that's their guy and and and. You know, maybe maybe it's just sports barbershop arguing just for argument's sake, or maybe, you know, it's 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 yeah, cousin. I, I just it's, can't find anything in the guy's game that would make me love him. He's got so much potential that he doesn't use. Maybe that's why I can't see it. You know, for him to be somebody's favorite player. But the other thing that got me to thinking about is that's something that I miss is having a favorite player. And when we are as bad as we've been for two mm-hmm. years. It's hard for me to come up with a favorite player. Mm. But because who has been the standout on this team that you just think that guy is going to bring it every game, either with hustle or with a highlight dunk or defense? I will say, so now that I'm thinking about it, if I'm going to come up with somebody, um, oh, my gosh, uh, I have just lost his name. Uh, who's our backup point guard? Tyler, yeah, Tyler Johnson. Tyler. Yeah. Tyler, when he made the steal last night, he stole it from Filipowski over there on the wing. Yep. That was hustle. He's yep. the only kid on this team that you see that out of. So if I'm going to give it to anybody, i got to give it to Tyler. Um, and hopefully he does stick around for the next coaching staff to come in. But anyway, just had Jerome, a couple Jerome, of let me, let me, let me ask you. Let me ask you one more question before I get you out of here. 
Yep. When you when you pick a favorite player, is, is is it easier to put to blame the coach on your favorite player, or you know, like say, okay, that's my favorite player, that's the coach's fault. Oh yes, like when he gets brought out of the game or something that he shouldn't have, you know, it yes. wasn't his fault. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And there's uh, you make excuses for him, yeah. um, you know. Uh, BHH should have stepped up or something, you know. Yeah, but but man, I don't. I just don't have anybody on this team other than I, I guess I'm going to give it to Tyler, um, you know, because he does hustle, man. He 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 is our spark for sure, and mm. he's a freshman. He makes dumb plays. But he's a freshman. I was thinking the same thing last night about Williams, man. Um, you know, he he made a, or had a couple shots that didn't go in, and I'm disappointed. And I think, but he's a freshman, man. You can't be expecting all those threes to go in, right? Um, you know, so it just give him time, man. Next year, the year after, we're going to be back in love. Fair enough. Fair. Uh, appreciate the call. Um, got got. Look, Steve was listening. In. Kevin, Kevin is the guy I'm, I was thinking of who. Listen, if, if if I went in on Trey White this morning, Kevin's call would be like clockwork. It's, it's not Kevin's fault, or it's not Trey White's fault. It's, it's anybody it's anybody else's fault but Trey White. Um, but to to Jerome's point, so it's one of the other kind of frustrating uh, uh, parts of the situation. It's like the the motor, the motor that Ty Lard plays with it it was evident from the beginning of the season that he had this kind of motor and he was going to be giving you this level of 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 playmaking of 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 defense and playmaking on offense and like i said it That I, I have, I want to phrase it correctly, because out of out of just, I know how hard it is to to get people to play, you know, hard all the time. It's hard for coaches to get consistent, you know, just you know ridiculous effort out of out of you know a team full of players. But it's up to the coach to also set the standard of the Tyler effort. You know, Chase, there was if you saw the last ten minutes. Yeah. You probably turned on the TV where where when you turned it on, you probably saw when we first started pressing up, when we first yes. started like full court pressing up man to man, like just really trapping, mm-hmm. you know, all that good stuff. I'm like, when I saw that, you were probably thinking, how are we down by this much if they've been pressing this hard? And yeah. moving and moving this hard when you turned it on, and I, on the other hand, would immediately be saying, "This is why we're down by this much because we weren't applying this level of pressure." Yeah, this, th- th- yeah, this level of up and and it was listen when when they trapped when they trapped at half court. Off the off of, off of a, a screen, a regular screen and roll, and we had a rotating guy. I was like, "So y'all are functional with a trap? You can see a trap and the next pass coming, and you guys are long enough to actually disturb other teams." 
And I'm like, I'd rather see that half-court trap or a, a, a pick-and-roll trap than a zone. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather watch y'all scramble off a trap and give up some dunks and some turnovers than watch the zone. I 100% agree. I think I think in most, if not all, the games we won, the biggest difference that I saw was the amount of turnovers we forced. Like, actually. And, and here's the thing. You're saying forced turnovers, and oh, I'm yelling because, like, like I said, yeah, of course what you're saying is right, but it's not the turnover. It's the comfortableness of the teams that we play against, Mm -hmm. right? It's the facial expressions. There's too many smiles. Like we're playing against people who are just, uh uh-oh. We're playing against people who are just smiling way too often. Yeah. Listen, guys are, okay, um, okay, this, this is what happens. These are, and this, I'm going to tell you like the first, it's, it's the first two out of three possessions of the game, right? This is, this is coach. This is a coach thing. This is a player thing. This is a lesson in life. This is, this is the meaning. This is the meaning of the suicide, right? Mm-hmm. The purpose of the suicide, when you have to touch the line, when you have to touch the line on the suicide, the purpose of that is I watched I watched um what is what is the guard? It's, it wasn't Roach. I think it was the other guard. What Proctor. was his name? Proctor May- McCain. McCain. I, yeah. I believe it was McCain. Either way, it was one of the guards. Okay. They he they're going to the basket. They're dribbling to the basket. Sky kind of reaches over because he's helping out. He's helping Trey White, of course. The guy's blowing around Trey White. And and Sky reaches out, kind of, you know how you kind of take a swipe at the ball, you know, but still kind of staying with your man. Okay, he misses. He completely misses the basketball. Sky does, right? But mm-hmm. but but it's not his man. He's just kind of trying to trying to help and slow and slow Trey, Trey's guy down because Trey is obviously not pre- providing any resistance, right? Yeah. He misses it. God lays it up. He actually lays it up with his left hand on Trey White, and he's on the right side of the, bas- oh. of the basket. So he put the ball right back in front of Trey's face, and Trey White was so far behind that he still couldn't block it. And he's 6'6". <laughs> right? Okay, that's, that's... Okay, so anyway... The very next play, Chase, mm-hmm. Sky Clark is going left, and the Duke player, it's either Roach or Proctor or McCain, reaches out the exact same way, and you know what? He goes the extra six inches and takes the ball from Sky. Now, the ball's going the other way. I see five Duke guys running. And you know where you know where Scott Clark's eyes are? At the ref. At, yeah. At oh, the ref. God, he did that three times when I was at, watching. At at the ref. On that on, and we're talking about we're in the second 
third possession, Louisville possession of the game. I mean, you go to Duke, you go to Kentucky, and you stress it to your team, the entire team. You say any distraction towards the ref is going to cost you. Like, that's going to be one of the number. Scott Davenport is going to put on the board, do not get distracted by refs. Yeah. To, I mean, that's like opening game preparation. You're in Cameron Indoor. If you get in your brain that we're not getting calls and it's the third play of the game, how the hell are you going to play basketball for the rest of the game? Jesse, thanks for joining us on 93.9 Fire Away. Uh, good morning, fellas. Uh, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Uh, Brock is you right on point, man. I tell you, um, I don't know who this Kevin guy is that's supporting Trey White <laughs> with all his heart. <laughs> but I tell you what, uh, me, he and I need to sit in a in a, in a uh, club or bar and watch the game together. Right? <laughs> I can show him. I, but you know what I'm saying? I can show him exactly who Trey White is, and it won't take long. You know. It wouldn't take long from the from the jump, even, <laughs> even 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 on offense. Man, how much time he wastes dribbling, looking for his shot, and then when it, when a defensive guy won't let him, you know, get one off, then he'll pass it. But that that was a bad look, see, wasn't it, Bruh, Hey, to see him go to the corner, shoot a jumper. He wants to turn around to the crowd like Steph Curry so bad and just look at the crowd. <laughs> he, this guy think he's still – he just stands there. I mean, one play in particular, he shot a jumper. He stood there with his arm up as if it was definitely going in. And then when it didn't go in, he's running back – and he's not fast at all. He's running back down court full steam, and he's pointing – at his player, at his his man, who's already <laughs> his man is already ahead of him down the court, and he's pointing up for somebody to get the guy. It's just a, I, I just does, does that like, does that drive you as crazy as it does me? It's like he instead of busting it to get back, he just starts pointing, and then sometimes he'll catch up, and then like the guy who's already helping him out, taking his man. He'll catch up and then say, okay, now you can go get your man. Thanks. <laughs> it's amazing, I, I, man. Yeah, I, I saw it. I saw it with my own two eyes. So you, you, you saw him pointing yes. like somebody get that man. That's your man. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then when I catch up, you, now you're like, yeah, well, look, this is my man. Where's your man at? Oh, now my, yeah, man's, man. over here, now my, my man's over here scoring. It's a cover-up, bro. He does. He does more slacking on the court than anybody I've ever seen for a guy who starts the game. He's six seven or oh. six six. You said he today. You said he's six six. Man, there, there, there needs to be more activity around the basket for somebody who's six seven. You know. Uh, but anyway, I'm like you about these other players, man. I have never seen in my life so many opposing guards oh. laughing during the game, oh. and the cameras happen to catch them laughing. 
Oh. Man, it, it's, bro, does it go through you? Oh, man. L- listen, we could, we could do this all day. I got to cut to the commercial break, but, but look, look, I got more of this conversation for the next hour. 